I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. How about 8.49 on your Tuesday morning? Larry Kudlow is one of my all-time favorites, 10 to 1 every Saturday. And, of course, on twice, he's so good, he's on twice, Fox Business, 4 to 5 and 7 to 8. And I love him on radio. I love watching him on TV. He's just smart, my type of guy, making his return to Sid and Friends in the morning. My friend Larry Kudlow. Larry, good morning, pal. How are you? Good morning, Sid. Good morning. Nice to have you back. I, um... You know, Larry, I get frustrated with people who want to give Joe Biden any credit at all. I'm just going to tell you that, and I'll let you go into this, but I don't care that he's pro-Israel. So what? Pro-Israel. For a guy that's pro-Israel, he has certainly done an awful lot, an awful lot to back the country that wants to destroy Israel every day. You can't be both. You can't be pro-Israel, but fund, fund, and loosen sanctions with a country that wants to destroy Israel. So what he says on TV and the crocodile tears means nothing to me. He's complicit in these attacks because how he's treated Iran and Obama, both administrations, over the last 10 years. And even yesterday, given the opportunity to say, hey, let Hamas destroy these people and get the hostages, he repeats himself, makes an error, turns his back to the cameras, and walks away and talks about bringing the hostages first. He's a complete disaster, Larry. There's nothing to give him credit about. He has been complicit in these attacks. How about that? <laughs> well, you know, I, I will agree with most of it. Um, it's amazing to me. I mean, he seemed to be supporting Israel uh, right after the October 7th uh, barbaric invasion. But now, you know, two weeks into it, two weeks and two days into it, He's going completely wobbly again. And this is a very bad thing and may have disastrous consequences. He's talking about temporary ceasefires or hostages. And he's, uh, by all accounts that I can gather from reporters and whatnot, uh, he he and his administration are slowing down the Israeli uh, incursion into Hamas. I mean, it's very important that Israel annihilate Hamas. And uh, they've gone the air route. Now they've got to go on the ground. You know, he, let me just raise a couple of points because I agree with you. Um, 
he's let the sanctions on Iran go away. Okay, that includes, by the way, the ballistic missile sanctions, where there's no snapback in the UN. But it's the oil and economic sanctions. He's let that slip. So Iran has compiled a huge war chest. They basically refunded themselves because the sanctions don't work anymore. They're selling oil to China. They're accumulating $80 billion worth of foreign exchange reserves. They're selling drones to Russia. Uh, There's no interdictment. There's no impoundment of Iranian ships. The sanctions have gone away. And this is a terrible thing because Iran is the puppet master. Iran is the financier of Hamas, Hezbollah, all the terrorist groups in the Middle East. The other point I want to make here, Hamas killed Americans, okay? 30-plus Americans were killed. John Ratcliffe told us last night on the show, some Americans' heads were cut off, okay? Others were raped. This is an assault. This is a war on the United States. Um, Iranian-backed terrorist groups have been attacking American ships. They have been attacking our embassy in Iraq. And Biden says nothing about this, nothing about this. This is a war against the U.S. And we have to save America here. And we also have to save Israel. And it looks to me like the Bidens will do neither. We need warriors in the White House. I mean, here's the contrast, okay? Donald Trump bombed Syria, okay? Donald Trump bombed Syria while he and China President Xi were having chocolate cake dessert in Mar-a-Lago a <laughs> I couple love of that. years ago. Isn't that great, Larry? Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, that sends a message, okay? Uh, Donald Trump took out Soleimani, the Iranian strongman who runs all the terrorist operations. Took him out, right? That sent a message. What did Iran do? They whimpered. Why did they whimper? Because they were broke and had no money. Why were they broke and had no money? Because the Trump administration enforced the sanctions. We stopped them from selling oil. We stopped them from banking. We stopped them from doing business with uh, third-party countries. Iran was broke. Now Iran is flush with cash. These are the problems in this uh, in this uh, discussion. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. So, so wait a second. So, so everything you just said is exactly what I said. You know, uh, so I can't give Biden credit for being quote unquote pro Israel because you can't be pro Israel 
and allow Iran to thrive. It can't be both. You know what it would be like, Larry? It would be like giving the Germans money, and then when Hitler started killing Jews, starting to cry and say, I love America. Well, what good is that? You've already funded the Nazis. So I don't want to hear that he's pro-Israel, he cares. He made the enemy as vital and dangerous as they are today. He's a, yes, he, I agree with that. Uh, the long-term policy has failed. Uh, the Biden policy towards Iran has been appeasement. It's been appeasement from day one. They wanted uh, an Iranian nuclear deal, which was insane to begin with. They tried to buy off Iran, you know, with a few billion dollars here and a few billion dollars there by unfreezing certain accounts. But the reality is Iran's selling all this oil to China. So they've accumulated $80 billion in foreign exchange reserves. Uh, Biden will support additional funding for Israel, and it will pass the Senate. And eventually, if we ever get a House speaker, it will pass the House. So there is that, Sid. And Biden's rhetoric was, at least at the beginning, very strongly for Israel. But again, now he's going wobbly. It didn't take long. And they're looking this. You know, we should not be negotiating with terrorists. Correct. This was a policy started by Ronald Reagan. This was a policy, I might add, that was continued by Donald Trump. But it was Barack Obama who started the negotiations with terrorists, which, by the way, Obama later said was a failure. And now Joe Biden is continuing. We, We should just unloose the IDF. And let them do what they're going to do. All right. Annihilation of the best hostage policy I can think of is to annihilate Hamas. And then they will see the handwriting on the wall. But again, negotiating with terrorists is a loser's game. All it does when you pay ransom, for example, it just encourages terrorists kidnap more, take more hostages. I don't know why more people aren't talking about no, it. I am. I am because Obama made that terrible deal for Bo Bergdahl, which was terrible. Biden, That's $6 right. billion. Dollars. Right. right. Brittany Griner, terrible deal. You know, you That's say right. that initially Joe Biden's rhetoric was strong for Israel. And again, yeah, Larry, hold on. hold on. No, it wasn't. Hold on. You're a lot smarter than me, and please don't get angry with me. It was some of the wimpiest talk I've ever heard. His first time that he spoke to the nation, which I sat around for 90 minutes watching John Roberts on Fox News because he was late, the president. But I watched him, and he told some focaccia story about gold in my ear, which, by the way, I have no idea if it's even true because he lies about everything. And then the toughest word he used, never said Iran, never said terrorist, never said anything to that nature. The toughest word he used was don't. Here Donald Trump took out a map, Larry, and he showed the, tal- the Taliban and the Iranian leaders, here's where your mother, father, and kids live. I'll blow you sky high. That's tough. Not the word don't. Not the word Trump, don't. Right, Trump, Trump told the Taliban guy, he yeah. says, I have your phone number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you laugh, but it's true. He was tough. Reagan was tough. The toughest word Biden used was don't. Don't? Well, I'll say, I'll say this. Uh, we need... Right now, we need a warrior in the White House. We don't have one. It's too bad. Uh, Biden has a long history. You know, Obama's former Secretary of Defense, Bob Gates, said that for the past 40 years, Joe Biden has done everything wrong on foreign policy. And it looks like they're going to make the same mistake again. So I don't want to quibble over that. The fundamental point is they must let Israel 
uh, loose. They must not. They must stop this nonsensical uh, withholding of the ground invasion uh, for hostages. The other point is uh, they've got to stop the appeasement policy of Iran and insert a deterrent policy. And uh, economic and oil sanctions would be the right thing to do. He's not going to do it. So far, I don't see any evidence. But the other thing I want to say, Sid, is people have to understand this is not now only about Israel and Hamas or even including Iran. This is about terrorists killing Americans and terrorists taking Americans hostage. These are acts of war, and the United States must respond in kind. We should be declaring war on these terrorist groups. And we should have an aggressive military posture in the Middle East. If, for example, there's a two-front war, Hezbollah up north in Lebanon and Hamas down south, the United States has got to get involved with its tremendous air power and sea power. I don't know about troops on the ground, although there are special ops. American special ops are on the ground right now helping the Israeli IDF. But this is a war against the United States. We need to save America. And we need to save Israel. And I will tell you this, Sid Rosenberg, the only guy that can do it is Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is the ultimate solution here. He must become president again. This is why I love you so dearly. Not just this, but that was just such a brilliant comment. And I couldn't agree more because like Trump, hate Trump. None of this happened during those four years. I've got a sister and a brother-in-law who hate his guts. And I keep saying, it's funny. You know, Biden went into Crimea, and then, excuse me, Obama goes into Crimea, Biden takes over, and Russia's in Ukraine, and, you know, the Middle East is on fire. When Trump was there, you had the Abraham Accords, and even Israel and Saudi Arabia was starting to make friends, and there was no talk of China and Taiwan, and even Africa wasn't as bad as it is now. Forgetting about the, the, the issues here with, with inflation, which is still way too high, and interest rates, which are strangling the American public, none of this was going on, none of it. None of, and my brother-in-law would say to me, what's your proof? What's my proof? I, I just read it to you. Right. You can't. I mean, the facts may be inconvenient, but they're facts. And these factoids are, you, you know, it's, it's okay. You can have whatever opinion you want, but you can't have whatever facts you want. And the facts speak very loudly. Uh, look, I'm proud to serve in the Trump administration. Look, I, uh, I talked to, to John Ratcliffe last night on our show, a brilliant guy. It was great. You know, Stephen Mnuchin and I uh, and others, we put together, we advised President Trump that we could strangle Iran's economy through tough economic sanctions. And Trump bought into it. He said, go ahead, put it together. And we did. And we observed them. And sometimes we had to stop Iranian vessels, okay, because they were carrying shipments that broke the sanctions. But we did that. The Bidens never do any such thing. They're in complete denial. And appeasement of Iran is the worst conceivable policy. It just encourages them to do what they're doing. I mean, now, look, you've got Houthis in Yemen shooting missiles at the United States Navy. You've got uh, uh, other terrorist groups uh, shooting at the American embassy in Iraq. They don't fear us. Now, we've stopped them, you know, defensively. We've shot down their missiles and their drones, but we're going to have to be much more proactive. They have declared war on the U.S., so we have to understand that and act accordingly. The Bidens are in denial that they have declared war. And again, over 30 Americans have been killed by this Hamas attack. Has the U.S. 
Has the Biden administration said anything about declaring war against Hamas? Oh, they send okay. ships. They have said nothing. They do nothing. nothing. About that. They send ships this over is- there, and they sit there in the Mediterranean. They do nothing. They have not said a word. You're exactly right. Once again, Larry Kudlow, proving how smart you are. And let me tell you something else. Not only, not only have they declared war in the U.S., but this is what really breaks my heart, Larry, as a Jewish kid from Brooklyn who lives very close to Bay Ridge. I watched 5,000 animals. That's what they were on Saturday night hit the streets. The U.S. has declared war on the U.S. How disheartening is that? Well, you know, uh, my pal Newt Gingrich has a tweet up, and he's talked about this on our show. We, this is the biggest wave of anti-Semitism we've ever seen in this country. And it's so bad. It's interesting. The Justice Department, Merrick Garland and his Justice Department, which runs to stop Trump protesters, runs to stop pro-Catholics in churches, uh, they haven't lifted a finger. The Merrick Garland FBI not lifted a finger against the biggest wave of anti-Semitism in this country's history. Now, this is something that is profoundly, profoundly wrong. And why they're sitting on their hands is beyond me. They are so ideologically far to the left that they won't lift a finger with the worst wave of anti-Semitism in cities, on college campuses, you name it. This stuff, where they should be putting their foot down. They should be busting people left and right for this. These are hate crimes, okay? They're very quick to go after anybody that protests with respect to Donald Trump or in favor of Donald Trump. And those are peaceful protests, by the by, in the main. But they have not lifted a finger against this anti-Semitism. And, you know, it breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. But more importantly, it is wrong. And again, more importantly, we must retire Joe Biden and we must reelect Donald Trump. Trump is the only guy that can turn this around. We had peace and prosperity at home. We had peace and prosperity in the Middle East. We didn't hear a peep out of Putin. We didn't hear a peep out of Xi. We didn't hear a peep out of the Iranians. That's what a strong warrior can do in the White House. My other boss years ago, Ronald Reagan, was the same way. You have to have peace through strength, not through weakness. You can't be mealy-mouthing around about ceasefires and hostages when the bigger picture is you must crush the enemy, crush the terrorist enemy. And then you'll send a message to Russia, and then you'll send a message to China, and then you'll send a message, by the way, to the Gulf state Arabs who participated in the Abraham Accords. But under Biden, that is falling apart also. It's just just a complete disaster. It's an honor to have you on this show. And I mean that sincerely. Uh, Your show Saturday here is great. Your TV show every day is a must-watch. You're just a brilliant man, and I love you. Thank you very much for coming on today, Larry. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye, buddy. Larry Kudlow right there on Sitting Friends in the Morning.